Hello guys, and welcome back to the Stray Podcast. Gil is with me. Gil, say hi. He didn't want to say hi. <laughs> he, he like will bark at literally everything else, but whenever I ask him to bark, he doesn't bark. So guys, uh, today is gonna be a pretty good episode, I think. Uh, I have a lot, I have a big opinion on this topic. We're gonna be talking about um, setting boundaries and saying no. Um, this is a huge topic that I think that any, it's very, it's very broad, it's very wide, and so there's a lot to talk about. Um, this is not for just females, this is for males, this is for anybody, this is for literally the people who have problems with people-pleasing, and I was there for a really long time until I learned how to, like, assert my, uh, my dominance over trying to not be the person everybody comes to for advice or comes to like comes to my house unannounced or you know like there's just so many things in life that we can set boundaries for including our social life our work life our relationships our you know we've got so we've got so much to talk about So, growing up, going through high school, doing all that fun shit, I was the therapist friend. (laughs) And and if any of you you know, like, what I'm talking about, you were the mom, you were the therapist, you were the person to give, like, people come to you for advice on things, Um, you were the one that everybody just expected answers out of you. So, I I was that for a lot of people. And that was just me doing my part as in the friend group. Like, I was the loyal friend. I was the one that was, you know, doing shit to make other people happy. Is really what it was. And there came a point where I started to realize that a lot of my boundaries were being crossed. And I would put up with it. I kept putting up with it, put up with it again and again and again. And eventually realized that there needs to be a line drawn. There needs to be something that changes. Um, because there's a difference between being a good friend and being a loyal friend and being a doormat for people. Um, you're not there to clean their fucking boots. You're not there to, uh, for them to trauma dump on you. You're not there to bend at their every will. That's not who you are. Or at least that's not how I was. And that's not who I wanted to be. And that's not how I wanted to represent myself. There was a time where I had uh, I had a couple of friends who did this, but there was a time where I was repeatedly mistreated by my friends and or people that I called my friends, and I was fucking sick of it. So I started standing up for myself, and after that, they didn't really want to be my friend no more. And so that was very obvious and very apparent to me that they did not care about me. <laughs> they did not. And I encourage you all to do the same. Um, really stop bending for people. If there are certain lines that you cannot have crossed in your life, fucking stop crossing them. <laughs> stop letting people cross them. Put them in their fucking place. There is no reason 
that your friend, you know, especially your friend, would would cross a line like that. Would cross a line like something as small as making comments about your body or talking about the way you talk or you know just being just kind of being a dick and there comes there comes a a time where you're just fed up with it and then then it's going to blow up and then it's going to be a really big deal but I guarantee you if you start setting boundaries with people then shit changes you find out who your real friends are and you find out who really respects you and who doesn't and don't get me wrong losing friends is fucking tough that's like worse than a breakup but what's even worse than losing a friend is allowing yourself to be mistreated by people you thought were supposed to be there for you and for other people to point that out and say hey aren't they supposed to be your friend why aren't they talk why are they talking to you like this or why are they acting like this then that that's a clear fucking sign that that's not somebody that you want to be associated with that's not somebody that's not that's not somebody who's supporting you that's not somebody who is wanting the best for you if somebody's having to point that out to you that your friend is being a, a being a bitch or being a dickhead then why are you friends with them like if it if it's very obvious that they do not care about how you feel or what your well-being well-being is or what your boundaries are then that's not somebody you need to have in your life and this goes for relationships this goes for family especially family family tends to be the number one boundary violator um this goes for co-workers this goes for friends this goes for relationships all of it I mean, there are so many different areas of talking about setting up boundaries that we could talk about, but today we are going to talk a little bit about family. We're going to talk about relationships and we're going to talk about our social life, mainly because those tend to be the three most problematic things that we constantly have to deal with, that we're constantly bending for people. Let's learn how to say no and let's learn how to work through setting these boundaries and making sure that people know these boundaries and how to properly address them. So let's talk about it. What are boundaries? Boundaries are something that we are non-negotiable on. Things that you don't want somebody to compromise. Um, So such as avoiding certain topics or avoiding certain physical interaction or them touching your things like we all have different boundaries and that's what makes me different from you that's what makes us all different is that we all have different types of boundaries so that allows us to focus on what we really believe in and what we really care about and it keeps us safe it keeps us safe above all else a boundary is meant to keep people safe so whenever we talk about boundaries just remember that that is the number one priority whenever we speak of boundaries there are six type of boundaries that i have done some research on that i wanted to share with you my six types are physical boundaries material boundaries emotional boundaries time boundaries sexual boundaries and intellectual boundaries so when we speak about these things keep in mind that boundaries are non-compromisable we're not talking about oh well 
well, we can, we can just compromise on these things. Stop bending for people. <laughs> like you, you can, you're allowed to think certain ways and you're allowed to feel certain ways. So don't allow other people to make you compromise on things that you're not okay with compromising on, that you're non-negotiable on. So let's talk about it. Let's get more into it. As we know, boundaries are extremely important. But what are, like, the types of boundaries? Why are the specific boundaries uh, relevant, in our, relevant in our lives? Um, I'm going to go over with you um, six different types of uh, boundaries that I've done some research on. And uh, I figured I'd want to share this information with y'all because the more you know, right? So our first one is physical boundaries. Physical boundaries is, you know... I don't want somebody over coming to coming over to my home. I don't want somebody to show up unannounced. Things like that. I don't want to be touched like while somebody is sitting next to me. Um, that would be physical boundaries. Those are actual physical things that some people may not be comfortable with, and that's completely okay. Um, our second one is emotional boundaries. Emotional boundaries is. Uh, trying not to discuss certain topics around certain people or um the or manipulative like habits that can be around you that trigger emotional reactions out of you um though that would be emotional boundaries uh time boundaries would be i'm available now and so and so and or somebody taking up a whole bunch of your time that just isn't beneficial for you. That would be a time boundary. A sexual boundary is when you obviously aren't okay with something happening during, before, or after sex. Uh, Before, during, or after sex, may I correct myself. Or like, like if somebody's not comfortable with doing anal (laughs) like that's a great one then that would be a boundary or if somebody doesn't want to be touched a certain way intellectual boundaries refer to um being aware that everybody has their own opinion um such as trying to differentiate what we should talk about when we're around certain people so should we talk about how their day went or should we talk about politics um intellectual boundaries uh are often violated um now in today's world because uh, basically a boundary would be whenever somebody were to violate or um belittle uh another person's ideas or thoughts on a certain subject So that would be an intellectual boundary. So lastly, we have our material boundary. That refers to possessions, uh, things that we own, such as clothes, jewelry, cars, homes, things like that. And it also refers to money. Um, Having uh, healthy boundaries in this particular area in life is very, very important. And setting limits with who you want to share these things with is, you know, like, it could be a a disaster 
if you don't have these like boundaries set up for yourself um like I'm not gonna let um somebody who I just met at work borrow my car like it might be appropriate to let your best friend borrow it but somebody that you've never met before may not that may not be the same comfortable situation so we've all had these situations where we feel extremely uncomfortable with something right but we're always like too like scared to say anything about it like we don't want to say it and we don't want to like embarrass them we don't want to um come off as rude or uh we're 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 more bending to our to our boundaries and we're not making them vocal enough so how do we do that how do we be vocal of our boundaries how do we you know stay consistent so firstly um obviously we're not gonna be like shaking somebody's hand and be like hi my name is emma and i really don't like you touching me like obviously that's not how that works we have to like tell people that we are not okay with something before it happens so my my reasoning for that is is we got to be consistent so it's going to lead to um a lot of uh misjudgment and confusion if we don't start right away so say that they are um here would be we're talking about politics so it'd be an intellectual boundary so they they bring up politics and you're not quite wanting to talk about that because you know that let's just say y'all y'all are different on political views or um social views so let's how do we say hey i'm not comfortable talking about that do exactly what i just said be like hey you know like i really enjoy like spending time with you but i really would rather not talk about this and if they they as a normal person should just be like okay well then we let's talk about something else then um it's a really quick easy straight to the point way to just say that you're not comfortable with the conversation so we have to set them early um it's expectations uh that and guidelines you have to follow because whenever you meet people you learn more and more about them but uh in order to not have your boundaries immediately violated or um for them to cross over a line they have to they have a guide of expectations everybody um you like you act a different way with your best friend than you would a stranger you know like you're very more conscious conscious of uh, like a stranger's wants and needs and um you're because you don't know them because you're just like oh okay well that's okay if you don't want me to touch you if you don't want me to speak loudly at you or if you don't want me to uh, talk about politics or uh talk about triggering things um so that that's a little bit more um up front when you're talking to a stranger when you're talking to your best friend that you've known for forever and ever and ever how do you set how do you set a boundary with them you just sit them down and say hey i've noticed some things that uh has changed in um my life and i want to set some boundaries to say that say what i am and what i'm not okay with if that's all right with you um obviously like you have to have you have to talk to people you have to have that communication you have to advocate for yourself 
because nobody else is going to. And once they violate your boundary once, they're going to they're going to violate it again. So, with this being said, we have to create a you have to create the type of relationship you want to have with this person. So, do we want to have a respectful relationship? Is this a casual relationship? Um, and relationship is on is not just referring to a um, uh, a sexual relationship or a um, like boyfriend and girlfriend relationship. That's not what I'm saying. This this particular episode goes for all different types of stuff. So, um, like all different types of relationships. We often try to overlook ourselves in order to make other people comfortable. And, um, that's a great way. That's, that's a great way to be people pleaser. And that's a great way to disrespect yourself. So the foundation of all of our relationships is communication. Um, we have to treat ourselves with enough kindness to be able to communicate, uh, what we're feeling and our boundaries to other people because we can't expect everybody to know. Um, a lot of people, like, people are raised differently. Here's a great example of that. I was raised, um, very openly. I was raised very, you can talk about anything, no matter what, like, it's, like, especially with my parents. Like, I was able to talk to my mom in a very, uh, friendly way. Uh, although she was my mom, I was never, um there was never a boundary there and I had to learn boundaries of other people because I realized very quickly that I can't talk like that um with everybody and especially people who aren't comfortable with certain topics um like sex or politics or uh traumatizing things like we don't want to overstep our boundaries whenever um or other people's boundaries when we are meeting new people so, um, we have to communicate. We want people to know, um, exactly how we're feeling and when we feel it. Cause if you don't address it, then it will never be, um, it will more than likely be violated more than once. So all of our personal boundaries that we discuss, we discuss that whenever we, we should identify it and we should communicate it on the spot. Whenever we see something that is see or feel or uh, hear a certain thing, we should definitely communicate it when it happens. So that way it can be stopped at the source. So that way you're no longer having to um, uh, have your boundary violated. So if you're anything like me, uh, you want to just talk, talk, talk about why this is, why it's so important, and, uh, you know, you know, like, I don't want to do, like, I'm sorry, like, I don't want to make you upset, but, like, and then you go into this long backstory about how you doing this certain thing can, like, will affect me. Um, don't do that. Keep it, uh, short and sweet, and just let them know, say, hey, I mean, I really don't appreciate that, and if you could just, um, just say I've got an issue with that, and I'd really appreciate if you didn't do that anymore, and that's all you need to give to them. Um, 
but also they should know somewhere in there that there's a reason why you don't want that. But you shouldn't have to over-explain yourself, I guess. So, you need to say why it's important, but obviously don't go into a long backstory about it because they're going to be like, like, not listening to you because at this point that they, they're not going to respect that. So, let's just, how, how do we say this? So, here, here's, here would be an example. Um, uh, a boundary in a sexual or a partner, like a, a significant other would be, uh, hey, I, we're going to identify it first. We're going to be like, hey, I really didn't like how you stayed out all night. I need you to not do that anymore. And it makes me upset and it could result in me feeling very negatively about the relationship. That right there would be a perfect, that is a perfect example of how you identify, you, you speak your needs, and you keep it sweet and simple, and um, just letting them know that if it continues, that it can have a negative impact on them or um, the situation. And that to me would be a really, that's a really great example. So, as adults, it is almost essential for us to learn how to say no. How do we do that? Because I honestly am still struggling with it. I, like I've said, people pleaser, want to be there for everybody in everything, like, want to be everything for everyone. Um, we often will be like, oh, yeah, like, it's okay, no problem, like, I can take care of it, I'll do it, like, but really inside we're feeling very, um, not okay with the situation, and it can, um, it can make us, it can be crossing boundaries at some times. Um, we can, we usually will force ourselves to do things that we don't want to do on behalf of somebody else's request. Uh, refusing a situation is absolutely, like, the hardest thing that you can do but it becomes easier once we learn how to properly do it um obviously we need to establish those boundaries um we need to be uh especially like time constraints like if somebody asks you to do something and you don't have the time to do it but you agree to do it anyway that would be and you've expressed that you can't do it but they're like oh well i really need you to do this for me like that would be violating a boundary if um if they continue to depress you for it and you just end up saying yeah whatever like i'll do it we have to get strict on our boundaries we have to be able to say no without feeling like crap after we do it so we have to value ourselves um, whenever it comes to this. So a great example, I think, would be, um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, say your friend wants to, wants to um, stay the night at your house. And uh, you just don't, you just can't. Like, they're like, oh, well, I really don't have a place to stay right now. Can I please, like, uh, crash at your house? 
it is okay to tell them no. I know that it will make you feel guilty and bad that you didn't help your friend, but if it's crossing a boundary for you, then you're allowed to say no. Um, so I, it's okay to tell people no, even if it may hurt their feelings. Uh, we have to value ourselves in that. We have to, um, uh, but we also need to take our time. Uh, take your time and really think about it because sometimes we're really, I am a really, really bad when it comes to this. Somebody will ask me a question and instead of politely setting a boundary, I usually just say no. Because that is my, that is a response that I have in um, a case of anxiety where I feel like if I don't say no right that second, I may lose out on a friendship. Uh, I may be destroying something that I've worked really hard for, like a friendship, a relationship, and so on. Um, so being polite is so essential because if we're ugly and we yell no like you know like how I just talked about it can come off um very bitter very hateful um and they won't see it as a boundary we want the person who is on the uh requesting end to see that um that this is a boundary and that it's non-negotiable And like I've said before, uh, sometimes we agree to do something and then we feel forced to follow through with it. And that's not always the case. We, you're allowed to change your mind. You're still allowed to uh, make decisions for yourself even after you've agreed. Um, just all you have to do is communicate. What did we say? We identified that we no longer want to do, do this task and you feel very uncomfortable doing it. So we have to communicate that to them. We have to let them know that you decline um, and explain that maybe you answered too fast and that you thought it was gonna be something that you wanted to do, but you can no longer uh, take on that responsibility of whatever the request might be. And um, so, that that is a perfect way of being able to set a boundary even after it's been uh, crossed. So let's talk about how we can say no without exactly saying no because I know that personally the word no can come off really harsh like no like it's just like absolutely no period in a sentence. Um, there, there are different ways to say no. Um, being kind, we can say, um, I'm sorry, I'm going to be really bus busy that day. I'm not going to be able to. Or, I'm not available, sadly. Or, um, uh, it sounds nice, but I'm not going to be able to do that. Or, uh... I can't have anything else on my plate right now because it's so full. Just things like that. Or, um, what is it that people say? Um, I'm honored. I'm honored, but I, I'm not able to right now. Those are all great ways of being able to say no that sets a boundary that is, um, 
and I cannot express um, the importance of being able to say no because we end up doing things in our life that we really don't care to do, that we are wasting time on, that we that may not be fulfilling us. Um, and we want to be able to tell them no. We want to be able to say no, but we feel forced into doing these things. Um, so it saves a lot of time and it saves a lot of... Um, mental space, if that makes sense. We may be afraid to say no in certain situations um, in fear of retaliation, of not being liked, of the list goes on. Why do we feel this way? We feel like we have to be liked by people um, and that's human nature. But if we do, uh, if we go about setting boundaries and saying no the polite and proper way, most people will understand. The people that don't are usually not going to be as, um, as happy about your responses or whatever. But everybody is different. Everybody uh, understands things different. And maybe... It's just not what they wanted to hear. But with time, usually it will be fine. People don't like hearing no, and people also do not like being corrected. Um, but that is part of life. That's part of learning. That's part of growing. And they're more than likely going to be able to respect you more because you are saying no, because you are setting these boundaries. And they're healthy boundaries. So what kind of boundaries are you going to set in your life to better your mental health or better your physical health. Boundaries are so important and we have to be vocal about them. Otherwise, people won't know. So it's a great way to have people um, respect you and your personal space, your emotional space, your intellectual space. To have boundaries is to have peace. And what you want to be able to go throughout having uh, friendships and relationships uh, with people in your life that respect you. And that is a wonderful, wonderful way to set guidelines and um, show people how effective your boundaries are and um, let them know that they're there can be consequences to uh, the violation of these boundaries, and people will respect you for that. Um, we all have to learn it eventually. I'm still struggling with learning how to say no in particular, but they are awesome, awesome ways to uh, gain respect, earn respect, and um, um, preserve boundaries in your life. And I will end on this. Advocate for yourself because no one else will. Be able to say no. No, thank you. I'm not okay with that. Be able to set boundaries with other people when they violate them. Say, I'm not comfortable with this. I'd appreciate if you'd stop. I have a lot of trauma with this. And if you continue the way that you're going we're going to have an issue. Um, those skill, that skill of being able to set a boundary and say no 
is so, so important. It's an asset. You have to have it going throughout your adult life. And I really just felt the need to make a podcast episode about it because we all struggle with it. We all struggle with the idea of telling people no. We don't want to hurt people's feelings. We don't want to be the person to be the asshole. Honey, be the asshole if you have to, if that's what it comes down to. But like I said, advocate for yourself because no one else will. I'm going to get a shirt that says that. It's going to say, advocate for yourself. And then on the back it'll say, because no one else will. I love you guys. I'm really appreciative that y'all listened through this podcast today. Um, I also have a Spotify live account now. So I can be going live on Spotify. Um, I will leave the link to my uh, profile for Spotify live um, in the description, so you guys just hit me up anytime, um, and make sure that you're following my Instagram so you can stay updated every time I post and every time that, um, I go live on Spotify. So, thank you guys, I appreciate all of your love, all of your support, and I will see you in the next episode. This has been an MFA audio production. Carol, tell them that we'll see them next time.